Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, Brandon Bang and I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Have no fear. On today's I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, John Morant, you got 25 games, 25 game suspension, and you've lost up to 50 million bucks. What are you doing? You love those biscuits. You love those toolies. You love those handguns. And you got 25 games. Plus, I break down Rolling Stone's 100 greatest East Coast rap song list of all time. They did a list of 100 of the best hip-hop songs of all time. Who made it? Who didn't make it? Why I like the list and why nobody should ever be able to call themselves a culture critic. All that more in a fantastic, hard-hitting, fully Top to bottom, fully loaded. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming up now. Miles Jordan, aka the Bleach Brothers, aka the Dust Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real loud. But most importantly, take me out of here with something real funky. Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here. Boom. Welcome to the Iron Dome of Disruption, Ziggity. Welcome to the Ziggity Zone of Disruption. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the Inflamed Ashkenazi, a.k.a. the Sultan of Sniff. And you are now rocking with the best, the world's most disruptive podcast, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Boom. I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast coming live from New York, Nueve York, back. Beautiful day in New York City. Gorgeous day in New York. I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling real safe. I'm feeling real sane. Happy belated Father's Day to all the fathers out there who may be listening, watching abroad. Wrap a pack. United States, North America, South America, uh, Hawaii, Puerto Rico, respectfully, uh, Europe, Spain, Africa, Australia, New Zealand, 
and places unknown and unmentioned. Don't know what that way we don't offend anybody. Unknown and unmentioned. Had a great trip to Denver. Had a fantastic weekend of shows in Denver. I want to give a shout out to everybody who came to the shows in Denver. Got to say hello to a lot of people, not everybody. And I try, I try my best. You know, there's so much going on and being the disruptive warrior, being in a new city, in a new town, uh, I had the shooter with me, Dean, Dean Collins, and there's pros and cons. We're not going to document or discuss them today because we did it on the last podcast. And, and, and let me tell you something, when I'm away from Dean, I need a break. After a couple of days, I miss him. And there's a lot of people that have picked sides and, oh, I should do this and I should do that. I'm the victim. Do not be fooled just because Dean comes off kind of meek and comes off, uh, you know, kind of like, uh, he's smaller than me. I'm the victim. It's all documented. Okay? I got receipts. Everybody needs, everybody discusses receipts. I have receipts. But a great show Great bunch of shows, five shows in Denver. To all you guys who came out, thank you. I will be, I'll be on a beach next week. Banana hammock. Oh, I got myself a gorgeous neon purple banana hammock. It's being uh, custom made in Spain right now. They craft them real nice down there. I got myself a beautiful neon purple banana hammock. And I will be debuting it while I'm on the beaches of Florida next week. I can't wait. It's been too long. I need a little break, a little vacation. I am going to try to get myself like a toasty tan. And I don't mess with the sun. But I I want that vitamin D in my body. I want that water. They're talking about there's some... I don't know, who knows what, mold or bacteria in the beaches of Florida. I don't don't care. Head first, goggles on, banana hammock, tight, high and tight. Taking a break, need a break. In July, I'm back. Going to be in Kansas City the 21st and the 22nd, the improv in Kansas City, The 21st, the 22nd, I'll be in Brea, California, which is 34. All you LA people, all you people in the Valley, everybody in Brea, California, and the surrounding areas, come see me the 28th, 29th at the Improv in Brea. And then I got a show in Syracuse. All tickets, all information available at michaelrappaportcomedy.com. Miggity, Michael Rappaport Comedy.com. So much to discuss, so much to break down. Uh, one thing that I saw <clears throat> this weekend, there's a list. Rolling Stone Magazine. Rolling Stone Magazine, aka the Music Encyclopedia, put out a list of the 500. Greatest East Coast hip-hop songs of all time. And, and of course, you know, this is compiled by the culture critics. There's culture critics and music critics. I don't know what or how you can become a culture critic. I'm a culture critic. I'm a critic of all things culture. Across the board. Sports culture, entertainment culture, culture. But there's uh, so many culture critics. How do you get to actually call yourself a culture critic? Is there a test? Is there a like a like a like a like a nineteen dollar fee, and you get a license, 
who would actually call themselves a culture critic? I think everybody's a culture critic. If you're talking, speaking about life in general, the arts, you're a culture critic. But how do you become someone that actually will say, well, what do you do for a living? I'm a culture critic. But Rolling Stone magazine has culture critics, music critics, again, and so forth and so on. They compiled 500 of the greatest East Coast rap songs of all time. They're rap songs. They're not hip-hop songs. Just to be clear, because hip-hop, Rolling Stone magazine with your culture critics, is the culture. Rap is the style of music. But I know you guys know that because it's Rolling Stone magazine, and I'm sure you have some of the best culture critics in the biz. And it's a good list. You know, I was thinking about some of the songs on the list, and some of the songs on the list, to me, don't belong there. The one that stuck out the most, and I like the song, and I like where her career is going, Munch by Ice Spice. You thought I was feeling you? like that song. Catchy song. Very, very good song of the time. But it just came out. Time will tell if that's one of the 500 greatest rap songs of all time. But I get why they put it on there. And, and I understand that the East Coast is... I mean, just... Dave, does Florida count as the East Coast? Or that's the South? But the Southeast. Because 2 Live Crew wasn't on there. I'm not a big 2 Live Crew fan. But don't stop, get it, get it. Don't stop, get it, get it. Doodoo Brown. Doodoo Brown. And what, what was their big song that, that got them in all that trouble? Oh, I mean, there, there was a time when Two Live Crew was like in the news all the time. They were like, it was like porno music. What was that song, Dave? It wasn't Doo Doo Brown. And that's pretty vulgar in itself. Because he's like bend over and then you see Doo Doo Brown. That's the booty hole. You see Doo Doo Brown. What was the song? Was it I Want Some Pussy? I don't even think it was that. Go Dick? Throwing a dick? Nonetheless, I don't know if East, East Coast includes Florida in that list, but they got Philly. They got a song by Wale. They got songs, um, a few Philly songs. Nonetheless, like I said, and I like Ice Spice. You thought I was feeling you. And, and I know there's younger artists. They got a Pop Smoke song, God Bless the Dead. They, they, they have some younger artists who, if it was my list, they wouldn't make it. But I get it. It's not just for 53-year-old people. But unless I'm missing something, I did not see Helta Skelta on that list. Rolling Stone. Why is Helta Skelta not on that list? Because Le Fleur, Le Fleur by Helta Skelta, if you want an East Coast... Banger, and I get it. You, everybody can't make the list, but Helter Skelter should be on that list. God bless Sean P. Sean Price, uh, the whole uh, uh, crew, the Fab Five. Respectfully, I also didn't see. I maybe didn't, I didn't catch it because it's five hundred songs. Mm. I did not see Buddy by the Jungle Brothers. Queen Latifah, Moni Love, Tribe Called Quest, respectfully. And I also didn't see one song by the Jungle Brothers. See, this is why Rolling Stone, your list sucks. If you have an East Coast rap list, and again, I mean no disrespect to Ice Spice. The song just came out. You thought I was feeling you? But if you have an East Coast rap song list and the jungle brothers aren't on there your list is fugazi your list is it doesn't count because you weren't there because if you don't know the impact the influence 
of the Jungle Brothers and their first album, particularly, I can't talk to you and I can't discuss your list. The fact that Le Fleur, Le Flu by Helter Skelter is not on there, but then Buddy, East Coast Anthem, but then there's no songs by the Jungle Brothers, no list. Your list is invalid. You need to rethink who is making decisions, who is calling themselves culture critics for the Rolling Stone Top 500 Greatest Rap Songs, although they, I believe they called them hip-hop songs of all time because they got that wrong to begin with. But check out the list. Tell me who you think shouldn't be on there and should be on there. Like I said, they got it mostly right. And you know, you could say, well, how could this Wu-Tang song be, you know, it's top 100, by the way. I'm saying 500. It's top 100. Sorry. Top 100. You know, this song could be here. Why is that song? It gets tough because it's about preference. Anyway, check out the list. I am Rappaport Podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lurch, Fetterman, John Fetterman. People get very sensitive when you talk about John Fetterman. The senator from Pennsylvania was uh, speaking about the bridge. I believe it was, not bridge, the freeway, I-95. I believe it's I-95. I don't fact check, although I have a list of things here. Uh, I-95 in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania that collapsed 
Oh, Lurch Fetterman, the last time I spoke about him, I got all, oh, why are you talking about him? He's a brilliant man. He did this, that, and the third. How dare you speak about him? He's suffered from, you know, strokes, and he's got this health problem and that health problem. Lurch Fetterman uh, was speaking about this collapsed freeway. Again, I don't know uh, which one it is. I'm not fact-checked. I believe it's I-95. He um, was with Joe Biden, who, who we know just a little bit over a week ago, uh, dropped like a sack of potatoes. Okay, uh, Smoking Joe Biden, uh, Cadaver Joe, dropped like a sack of potatoes when he hit a sandbag. There's sand, and I, I talked about this. Listen, when I'm on movie sets, there's sandbags everywhere. Television sets, there's sandbags around me right now. You kick a sandbag, they don't move. It's like kicking like a stump. And Cadaver Joe hit that sandbag and he dropped. I've never fallen from hitting a sandbag, but I can understand how that could happen, whether you're 80 or not. And I suggested, and I mean this in all seriousness, Smoking Joe, get yourself a nice walker, my man. You get yourself a nice custom, and not one of them rinky-dinky, no disrespect, not one of them rinky-dinky walkers you could get with no prescription from Rite Aid or Dwayne Reed. I'm talking about we get you something custom-made to size, to weight, with some hydraulics, presidential steel on that puppy. You'll never fall again. You get yourself a little ice chest behind you. You can have all the ice cream you want in your little ice chest. Bell on that pumpy. Get some speakers, some lights. You could use that thing for night walks. You're never going to fall again. There's no shame in the walker game. The last president, four years in office, wearing adult diapers. Listen, this is what happens when you get older. I get it. I got my inflammation issues. I'm 53. And, and some people say, don't listen, when I'm 80, I'll probably need myself a walker too, Joe. You're not fooling anybody. Just like the last president wasn't fooling anybody and he did the right thing. Shout out to the great Spike Lee. He did the right thing because when he was speaking in public, he had on diapers, man diapers. So when he shits himself, and we know you shat yourself, Trump, number one, nobody could smell it because the adult diaper protects you from that. It insulates the smell when you poop your pants. And we know the last president was known allegedly for pooping his pants. So you can't smell it and it doesn't drip down your legs so you're not walking around like an animal. Because the last time I was walking in Central Park, a horse shat himself, shat right on the street. By the way, I think it's disgusting that the horse and buggy people don't need to pick up horse dung in Central Park. I know that Mayor Adams is trying to help clean up the poo-poo from the dogs in New York. The dog owners must clean up dog poop as they should. Clean it all up. Scrape it, scrape it off the ground. I'm sick of the crap smears. Okay, uh, the piles are mostly cleaned up, but it's the smears. If your dog's got a runny stool, that's your problem. That should not be my problem. There's smears everywhere. Clean the whole thing up. And if you don't, you're supposed to get a ticket. But I guarantee you, there's police officers in New York City that have been on the job for 20 years that have never given a ticket for dog poo-poo on the street. And I get it. There's bigger fish to fry. However, why is it okay for a horse to take a shit, a horse shit, and we all know, this is a pile. 
in Central Park and no one has to clean that up. No one. Who is responsible for cleaning up horse shit in New York City? Because I was on a nice walk the other day, sweating, and I'm looking at this beautiful horse. It's shitting all over the place. And then I'm looking back at the, the mound that he left and the guy driving the horse, making the money, getting the tips. And I know this guy's not living, you know, this is a hard, hard job. He's doing what he has to do to provide for his family. I get that. But why is it my problem that I have to see a stinky pile of horse dung? This is my question to the people in Central Park, to Mayor Adams. It's disgusting. Where was I? Oh, yeah, Lurch Fetterman. Lurch Fetterman was up there talking, and I get I, I, Apparently, he went to Harvard. He's a brilliant person, allegedly. Since I've been following Lurch Fetterman, I haven't seen him articulate that brilliance publicly. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, show the clip of Lurch Fetterman speaking the other day with smoking Joe Biden, and he seems to not be able to get the word infrastructure out. Play that clip, Miles Jordan. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a, a collapsed bridge here, and he is here to commit to work with the, the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick fast as well too this is a president that is committed to infrastructure yeah and then on top of that at the the jewel uh kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation uh bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this all across the america getting rebuilt again no disrespect we've all been through health problems god forbid i go through a stroke and my uh you know, my tongue isn't connected to my brain bone. My brain bone ain't connected to my tongue bone and so forth and so on. I have nothing but compassion for everybody that is suffering from health issues. I got my own. They're well documented. But, but, however, if you are a senator and you can't, Listen, people mess up words all the time. I've probably done it 10, 15 times during this podcast. But whenever a politician messes up a word, the other side is going to say something about it. They mock. When slob dick Donald Trump messes up a word, we jump on him. When Marjorie Taylor Greene messes up a word, we jump on him. When AOC is being like, you know, she, she was speaking at the Black Church or the Black Caucus, and she's up there, like, doing her, you know, deaf comedy jam bullshit. We, every, everybody's going to jump on somebody from the other side. I have said it many times. I ain't on no side. I'm on the party of fuck your bullshit, fuck your finger pointing, fuck the dumb shit, get it done. That's my party. I don't have allegiance to any of these fucks. None of them. I don't care. Inflation sucks. I may or may not be in the process of buying a new property. Interest rates are out of control. Who's to blame? Trump? Smoking Joe Biden? Who's to blame? Why are the interest rates so high? I want to know. Tell me who. Why? How? Today, the president of the United States smoking Joe Biden. Is it your fault? I can't blame Trump for everything. He hasn't been around for, what, two and a half years. You know why the interest rates are so high, Dave? You have any clue? Dave has no fucking clue either. Dave don't want a finger point. But when Lurch Fetterman is up there, albeit he's a brilliant person and all that, for me... When I see Lurch Fetterman talk, first of all, my man, what's with the fucking sweatshirt? You're trying to show that you're a regular guy because even regular people don't show up. Like when, I, when, when a sixth grade dad is going to show up to speak at his son's or daughter's parent-teacher 
day or my dad, did, he's not going to show up looking like a fucking homeless person. You look homeless, displaced. You look displaced. You're a senator. You're not fixing tires at a, at a gas station. When you're speaking in front of people, at least put on a fucking t-shirt, man. Just, just dress as good as you would dress if you're showing up to your kid's school to speak to the other kids. Because I think you're going out of your way to look like a guy who's trying to find his way home. You look like you don't know where you live, Fetterman. You look like you've went one too many rounds. You sound like you've went one too many rounds in the octagon. Are you a UFC fighter? Are you punchy? Did you fight in Thailand, like Muay Thai boxing, kickboxing in Thailand? Because you sound like you went win one too many rounds. You sound like Rocky Balboa, my man. You sound punchy, Duke. It's infrastructure. I didn't graduate high school. It's infrastructure. And if you are so brilliant, I want to see that brilliance on display. And if you have health issues... Shut it down, Duke. Shut it down. Because if it's so hard for you to speak in public, if it's so hard for you to dress with some respect for the office that you're in, retire. And I mean that with all due respect. Sincerely. Somebody who does not like to dress up. Sincerely, somebody who does not like to put on a shirt and tie, but even for my own fucking podcast. Nice, fresh pressed t shirt, smelling like a million bucks. Coffeed up, ice cream teed up, lubed up, so I could spit out words like infrastructure, which isn't even that hard of a word. You got it? If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. segment brings me to Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy Juneteenth. Happy belated um, Father's Day again. Smoking Joe Biden uh, had a Pride Month celebration at the White House. I believe it was last week. The LGBTQ plus was on full display there. And I think that was great. I'm all for it. Leave these people from the LGBTQ plus community alone. You want to harass them? Beat them up? Leave them alone. That's what the, that's what the month is about. Live and let live. However, uh, one of these... LGBTQ plus influencers. You know, they had balloons. They had, I don't know what they had out there. They had like ice cream. They had, uh, you know, it was like a carnival. That whole thing on the on the great lawn. The great lawn or the white lawn. I don't know. One of them lawns at the White House. There's all kinds of lawns. There's a great lawn. The West Lawn. Daddy Vanka. Melania. Which one's his husband or his wife? Melania or Ivanka? The wife's Melania. She got the rose guard. There's lawns all over that place. Lawns that the public knows about. And then there's secret lawns. But they they had a whole big parade out there. Big carnival. Floats. Everything. Streamers. Bouncies. Everything. Everything for everybody. And one of these TikTok LGBTQ influencers had the nerve and the audacity. You had the nerve and the audacity to take off her shirt after speaking to smoking Joe Biden. Was out there chest naked with the titties out and everything. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmying around. Boobies out. Breastuses. On the, on the lawn at the White House. You animal. See, again, this is about respect. See, I talk about Lurch Fetterman. It's about respect. Put a shirt and a tie on. Put a button-up shirt on. Put a polo shirt on. Take the sweatshirt off, Lurch. Uh, uh, sweetheart, respectfully, you get invited to the, the White House and you take your clothes off and strip like an animal? Fine, fine. I fucking strip here. Dave Rant runs out of the room. I'm clearing the fucking room out here. I keep my clothes on when I'm podcasting because I don't want to freak everybody out. You're at the White House with, 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 you, with your titties out? Put your fucking clothes on. Put your fucking clothes on. You're at the White House. She said, oh, oh, I was just being me. I was just being comfortable in my sexuality. You fucking pervert. No one wants to see your, t be respectful. And it, and it made me feel resentful because Obama, eight years. I know people that went to the White House more than once for this event, that event, this party, that party, when Obama was there. And I, I'm not player hating. But 
there's people that I know that went to the White House that have no business being in the White House if you really know them. Now Joe's there two and a half years so far. I've been on the front lines for you, Joe. Me. I can't get an invite, but you invite people that show up and take out their breasts that are flashing on the, what about me? I've never been invited to a party. I've never been invited to a parade. Uh, like, what they got? Like, uh, you know, turkey uh, hunts, Easter egg hunts, Valentine's Day, nothing. Obama, eight years. I didn't get an invite. Smoking Joe, you've been in there almost three and a half years. I've been, I've been on the front lines for you. You know who I am. Your family knows who I am. And then these people show up and they're flashing their breasts like they're at a burlesque show. You ain't in Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens in Miami stays in Miami. You're at the White House. Keep your fucking clothes on, man. Lady. Everybody. And it just made me resentful because I ain't never been invited to nothing. And I would be appropriate. Number one, suited and booted. Top to bottom. And I'd be... I keep my clothes on the whole time. This is the problem. People think I'm totally unhinged. I'm not. God damn it. It's not fair. People have gotten it in their head. I see it when I see them. They're like, oh shit, here he comes. Dave, when I came in earlier, was I... Is hopped up as I am now? Dave said no. You put that fucking camera on me? It's go time, baby. Oh, yeah. It's go time. But 7 in the morning. I'm out this morning because I slept like a brick last night. I literally went to sleep at 6 p.m. last night. I was outside 7 in the morning. Yo, Rappaport. Hey, how you doing? Yo, Rappaport, what's up, man? What, what are you doing? Mm -mm. It's seven in the morning, man. They, they think I should be on full blast all the time. I'm not. It's a show. Show business. Should be business show. Uh, but you get to the White House, keep your clothes on. Which brings me to Meghan and Harry. Had a $20 million deal. Uh, former Prince Harry. I don't know if he's a, still a prince. I don't know if they dethroned him. I don't know if Prince Harry's still a prince or not, but Prince Harry, they, um, him and Meghan Markle had a $20 million deal from Spotify to do podcasts. They did one Spotify podcast and the deal's done. I believe uh, they and Spotify, the way it was articulated, the way it was presented in the news, allegedly agreed to part ways because they're not podcasters. This ain't for everybody. This is not for everybody. I'm a professional podcaster. Blood on the floor. Full Iverson. I picked that mic up. Full Iverson. I give you everything I got every single minute I am doing it. Who the fuck want? We heard your life. We heard it in an Oprah interview. It's like four hours of that crap. We saw it on a Netflix documentary. You guys are not that interesting. Meghan Markle, you are not that interesting. Harry Ballgame, you're not that interesting. Nobody cares anymore. And good Spotify. Good for pulling it. And I hope you learned your final lesson. You're just handing out money. $20 million to these people. One episode, done. Shysters. You just money everywhere. You should have stayed in the palace. You wouldn't have to be making a fool of yourself. Week after week, Harry Ballgame and Meghan Markle. What are you doing for Juneteenth, Meghan Markle? I thought you were so about, you know, social issues. and Where are you, where are you at? You exploited the situation. You don't give a shit about nothing. 
You ain't about nothing. You weren't about nothing before you were with Harry Ballgame. You ain't about nothing now. And Harry Ballgame, you should have stayed in that, in that, that castle out there. You should have stayed in the castle out there and you wouldn't have to be whoring yourselves out left and right for a check. You're a prince. You're a prince for crying out loud. Do prince things. And I ain't talking about the purple one. You're an actual prince. Not that prince wasn't, you know what I'm saying. And this is why SAG is about to go on strike at the end of the month. And this is why the WGA will continue, the Writers Guild will continue to be on strike for at least 90 days because these excessive, ridiculous deals that they've given to Harry Ballgame, Meghan Markle, the Obamas, no disrespect. The Obamas don't know anything about producing television shows. They got ridiculous money to produce television shows. Where's the return? There's got to be a return. So the Writers Guild deals go into force majeure. See, you give that to Lurch Fetterman, you say, say force majeure. He's going he gonna to break his tongue. Lurch Fetterman, he can't say it. I didn't graduate in high school. I can say force majeure. I've said it three times perfectly. Force majeure. That's five times. But that's why the negotiations are at a cease standstill because the producers are waiting for that 90 days come up. Then all the deals that they have with the writers, great ones, Obama's, uh, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, so forth and so on, they go bye-bye. They get all the money. Uh, it's washed away. The deal goes away. Force majeure. Look it up. NBA's over, but the action never stops. John Morant, 25-game suspension for John Morant for flashing that biscuit. Taking out the Thule, the piece, the burner. Again, you dumb, dumb John Morant. You love, you love showing that biscuit, that hammer. You like to show it. You don't just want it on you for protection. No, you want it on you to show it. They got you once. You got off easy. Now you did it again. You done did it again. Now you got 25 games. And because of you having so much insecurity, John Moran is really getting suspended for being an insecure ass, debutante ass, dum-dum. Bad choices. I thought you were meditating. What meditation says flash the heater on Instagram Live after you just got back from being suspended? What meditation says take out that biscuit and show it on Instagram Live? 25 games up to about $50 million you're losing, John Morant, uh, because there's no, there's no bonuses, there's no all-star game, there's no all-NBA team. You're ineligible. There is no MVP, and nobody's coming to you for endorsements, except for maybe Smith and Wesson. And I ain't talking about Smith and Wesson. Shout out to the Fab Five. Shout out to uh, Smith and Wesson out in Brooklyn, BK, respectfully. You ain't playing in the All-Star game. You're probably going to lose some endorsements, and you're not going to get further endorsements for the time being. You ain't Tupac, Duke. I don't know who you listen to, Little Lucy Vert, whoever. You ain't Tupac. And now you said the hammer, the biscuit, the heater, the Thule that you showed on Instagram Live wasn't 
a real hammer, heater, tooley biscuit? Do you think we're dumb? John Morant, we ain't dumb. Nobody believes you. You had real, real toast in that Instagram video. And you're saying that it was a cap gun or a, a water gun or a BB gun or a pellet gun or a Nerf gun or some kind of lighter gun. No, you had real steel out there. You think you're Bishop from Juice. You're bugged. You're not Bishop. One of the great performances from a first-time film actor, Tupac and Juice. It's like James Dean. It's like Robert De Niro in Mean Streets. You ain't Bishop. Why do you love Hammer's guns so much? I'm telling you, Gatorade, no. Nike, that's going to go. I don't know what other endorsements you got. You know who's going to be checking for you, though? Clock. Smith & Wesson. You want to be endorsing guns for Smith & Wesson? That's where you're headed. 25 games, $50 million lost. 5-0. And some people might say, well, you know, he's going to make that up. How do you know he's going to make that up? How do you know he's going to be able to... And why are you worrying about his money? It's $50 million. That, that, that has to hurt. And it probably don't feel that bad now, but when the season starts and you ain't playing, your team's on the road, then you're going to really feel like an asshole. And apparently it was for your friend's rap video. Who's your mans? Snoop Dogg? Scarface? Who, 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 who's your man? Beanie Siegel? Were you doing a, an MOP video? No. Who are you doing that? NWA? Who, who are you pulling out the toolie for? You're a basketball player, man. I know a real piece of heat when I see a real piece of heat. That was a real piece of heat. That wasn't a Nerf gun. Wasn't a water gun. Wasn't a pellet gun. You had the hammer on Instagram Live. 25 games, 50 mil. Next time you're out of the league, you're going to be in China. Now, let me tell you something. You try to pull that gun out in China, they don't play that over there. There ain't no suspension over there. Call up Brittany Griner. She'll tell you how it goes down when you're out of the States. You done did it to yourself. Another guy... Debutant, little, literally, Honey Boo Boo, Zion Williams, that's my nickname for you, Honey Boo Boo, little pageant king, Zion Williams, doesn't like to talk, likes to be mysterious, tries to have an air of mystique around him, great when he's on the court, can't stay on the court. Incredible when he's on the court, can't stay on the court. I hope you could stay on the court because you need to stay out of the bedroom. Because Zion, how old is Zion Williams? How old is this dude? Zion, 22? 22 years old. You got your first kid? Hey, happy Father's Day, Zion. You got your first kid. And you've went out of your way to have this air of mystique. You don't, you don't do a lot of interviews. You're very soft-spoken. You don't give a lot when you're doing interviews. You don't post a lot. And you had a baby with someone. And then the next chick, allegedly, she's a, a no-no actress. She does no-nos. Pornos. I believe her name is Mariah Mills. She's like, oh, you dirty, grimy motherfucker, you. You dirty, grimy motherfucker, you. Who do you think you're fooling? And she went on social media and she said, you're a nasty motherfucker. Last time we were having sex, you spit in my mouth. You fucked me in the closet with the mirrors. You're going to have to eat this P word. 
I like how I choose to censor some of that. You're going to have to eat this P word for five days. She said, you're not going to get inside this, this ussy for five days unless you eat it for five days. Yo, that's a lot of pussy eating. And that's coming from somebody who likes to eat pussy. But five days straight, she said, Mariah Mills. She said, I'm no longer going to do the tornado to you. I don't know what the tornado is, but it sounds like fun, Zion Williams. You, you're not getting that tornado done to you anymore from Mariah Mills. You did it to yourself. And Zion Williams make a lot of money. Thus far, he hasn't lost any endorsements. But you keep hanging out with chicks like Mariah Mills. And she keeps talking about eating pussy for five days, fucking in closets, and giving and getting tornadoes, whatever that is. Listen, I don't know if that's a new move, a new invention, Mariah Mills. And I don't know if that's on video, because apparently, allegedly, she's a no-no actress. She does no-nos. But anybody who knows what a tornado is, including you, Zion Williams, you're on social media. You know who I am. I'm Michael... Please let me know what a tornado is because I want to find out. That sounds like a fun ride. And you did it. You blew it. Zion, you blew it. You ain't getting no tornadoes no more. That's your man. You and Ja. Little AAU debutantes. AAU coddled little honey boo-boos. Then you get on your own. See, this is the problem. These guys are coddled, and then when they're out on their own, they don't know how to act. Flashing heat, spitting in girls' mouths, and getting tornadoes, and now you gotta eat that snapper for five days straight. God damn it. I am Rappaport Podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts something that makes me crazy is when people say well i had this career before but it was a waste and that's where the perspective shift comes that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 
LeBron James, everybody says he likes the attention. I mean, how much? Look, I like attention too. But I just told you next week when I'm in South Beach with that neon purple banana hammock, you ain't going to hear from me. I'm going to be in that water. LeBron James got mad because the Denver Nuggets were talking greasy. Let's not forget, just a few weeks ago, the Denver Nuggets swept you, LeBron James. That never happened to Michael Jordan. They swept you. Four straight. Bye-bye. And then the Denver Nuggets are talking greasy. Mike Malone made a joke. He said, oh, I'm retiring. Or maybe I'm possibly retiring. And then LeBron James sent out an Instagram or a tweet saying, yo, I've been in Europe for the last few weeks. I heard people are talking about me, speaking my name, this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know what they're talking about. I'm the son I always stay on. Duke, you got swept. How do you say swept in France? How do you say broom in France? How do you say swept or broom in Spain? I know that's not Europe. Sweden, London, Italy. Worry about being swept. Four, I don't care that you're 38, Duke. You got swept. The only person you should be mad at is your man, Anthony Davis. That's who you should be tweeting at. That's who you should be Instagramming at. Not Mike Malone, the Denver Nuggets, the Denver Nuggets fans, the Denver Nuggets coaching staff. Your boy, Anthony Davis. Because you played incredibly well. For someone who's 64 years old, you gave it all. Once again, your man Anthony Davis should be able to hold you down for two games. He should be the guy with the most points, the most stats. He should be the guy getting you at least one win, but you got swept. And you're talking about Mike Malone and you're in Europe. If you're in Europe, why are you tweeting at the Denver Nuggets? They ain't thinking about you. They're pouring that champagne. You know what that is. When you won your championships, you weren't thinking about the, the San Antonio Spurs and the Dallas Mavericks and the Warriors in them. You were lit. Don't worry about Mike Malone and the Denver Nuggets. Worry about your man, Anthony Davis. Because you did it. You're 74, my man. You played your ass off. But now you got to eat it because you got swept. You got swept. Come on, man. That never happened to Mike. Like Mike? If I could be like Mike. Yo, swept? I don't care if you're... I don't care that you're 80 B. I don't care that you're 80 years old. My father's 90. Yo, if my father couldn't win a game, I'd say sit your 90-year-old ass down. Finally, the Bill Walton, The Luckiest Guy Alive documentary on ESPN. Four parts, excellent. Bill Walton, incredible life, incredible career. Very, very, very frustrating Professional basketball career, incredible college basketball career, incredible person, incredible journey, so likable, such great stories, so many injuries, so many comebacks, so many highs and lows of his life. Excellent. Four-part documentary on uh, Bill Walton, 30 for 30. Um, Such great footage, um, such great interviews, such great... This is an excellent, another 30 for 30, that's great. Four parts. I watched the whole thing. I wish there was more. Um, and if you uh, love basketball, you love sports, and it's not even about, I was telling my wife, I said, you should watch it because you'd enjoy it because he's such an, what an interesting life. So the Bill Walton, luckiest guy in the world documentary, uh, I give uh, the four-part ESPN doc, five basketballs, five balls up. Anyway, done. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, take me out of with something real nice. 
take me out of here with something real loud, but most importantly, end this puppy with something real funky. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm out. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.